You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. I'm Kiki, and today I am joined by my co-host, Steffi. Hello. And we also have uh, guests from Finland. Hello. Joni and Sini from uh, Crimson Sun are with with us here today. Um, why don't you introduce yourselves? Well, my name is Joni, and I play guitar in the band. And hello, guys. My name is Sini, and I'm the singer of Crimson Sun. Okay, so what kind of music do you play? Well, we like to call ourselves like modern melodic metal, but um, as seen in reviews, there's like uh, multiple combinations of, of the styles. So, but like pretty straightforward melodic metal. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like power metal, something progressive. Yeah, progressive, power metal-ish, some parts maybe. Some people say that we sound symphonic. <laughs> and, well, you can make your opinion by yourselves, really. I, I hear a lot of different combinations. So, But many, many people say that when they hear our music, the people who have heard us before, that we definitely sound like Crimson Sun. Okay, that sounds great. Good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, read that you have a, or you had a very successful debut album, and now you will release something new. How was it to have such great success just with the first release? Uh, it felt really great. We we already knew that the album, the first album, that we did good with it, but it was a surprise for us all. I think at least that it got so much great reviews so it really got us motivated to move on and so yeah and do you think there's um yeah reason of success sounds a little bit <laughs> not so nice <laughs> but uh did you make lots of pr or lots of gigs tours festivals do you have any idea why it was so successful Well, we signed this little label from, from Canada, but, um, well, there wasn't really that much of promotion, but um, what got us into, if you say, into the game, you would say that we uh, did gig, gigs a lot and we did one European tour. Oh, okay. And, of course, because of the fantastic feedback of the album you could say that the word spread yeah yes that's so cool uh, but can we step back a little bit and uh, can you tell us about the start of the band how did you find each other there's a little bit of a uh, I looked you up on your Facebook page and I got a little bit confused, <laughs> to be honest, because it says uh, that you founded the band on, in 2005, but then it says in 2001, but your debut came out in 2015. So well, tell can... me your story. Well, <laughs> we haven't quite 
decide what is the like birthday of the band because it all started when I and some one other guy were in the seventh grade. So it wow. kind of leads back to that. And really shortly after that, our bass player Jukka joined the band and we were like well we were like playing covers and like that but in 2005 we started to call ourselves crimson sun and we like started making power metal style of music that you can find the spices of that still in our music but Mm -hmm. i would say like when Sini joined the band, before that it was mostly like doing random gigs and um, doing demos, like sending demos to the reviews. But okay. when Sini joined the band, we like we sat down and like, okay, this is the lineup. Now let's go forward like more serious. And after that, we did the first like EP. And you could say that we got serious like when Sini joined the band. And Sini, Sini can and that was <laughs> tell about... Yeah, I think when... it was back in 2011. But the first EP with four songs, we released that in 2013. Okay. So, so I think that's, that's when it all started. And the same lineup has been ever since so that's great here, here we are <laughs> that's so cool you know you just mentioned you started this journey when you were in seventh grade yeah at what age did you start listening to metal what was your journey into the genre um well um i've heard like rock and metal music from little kid because my sisters used to listen like bands like Guns N' Roses and Metallica oh, and nice. but when I got myself really into it was I think it was when Limp Bizkit released the Chocolate Starfish album and yeah <laughs> so when the Limp Bizkit was at time like huge and every kid in the, our school were listening to that so it i would say like 2000 2001 maybe mm -hmm. like in third or fourth grade wow. before that i can't really like like remember what i listened maybe some smurfs <laughs> yeah <laughs> What about you, Sini? When did you start listening to metal? I think it's when I was a teenager. I think like it, it's for most of us, it's it's when you're a teenager, you're kind of um, looking for who you are and stuff like that. And then I started to, you know, wear black clothes and, you know, rings and stuff like that. And then I started to listen like, you know, Children of Voodoo and Nightwish. But actually, Lorde is one of the first, you know, 
hard rock or heavy metal bands that I started to listen to. So, so I think Lordi is the one that led me into metal music when I was a teenager. So I think that's that was in the beginning of 2000. Cool. <laughs> That's a that's a unique path. Yeah. I'm thinking that maybe uh, it's also a, a bit of a geographical thing uh, that I don't know how it is in Finland. Is it uh, really like is uh, rock and metal a little more mainstream, a little more played in radio and stuff like that than everywhere else in the world? Well, you can. <laughs> well, pop music is huge in Finland, and. Mm-hmm. If, and if, you, and if you could, say. if you could say, if you wanna make like living in Finland with music, it I don't think it's really metal music. If you okay. would say like sang in Finnish language, but I would say that well, we have this one huge radio station that plays rock and metal, but. And few others, but I would say it's not like metal that's huge in, uh, I mean, amongst Finnish people. Okay. It's more this pop music. Yeah, I get it. I think in Holland, at least, uh, rock and metal gets a little more airplay in the radio so i thought maybe that uh, that could explain it a little bit as well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all right so what happened after the first ep and uh, how did you, the band evolve since then do you want to say Sini? uh after the first ep um well that was the first recording uh experience for me because I had been only singing like karaoke and stuff like that. So Crimson Sun is the first band I have ever been in. So it was very mm-hmm. exciting and and stuff like that. And after the first EP, we started preparing the debut album. And it was released two years after the, the EP, the Border EP. So it didn't took that much time to get the uh, whole full debut album done. So... So yeah, and I think yeah, after the EP we kind of found our more of our style and what kind of music we want to play, you know, catchy melodies and stuff like that. So so yeah. Okay. So you just got right back to work and kept going. Yeah, I think so. Or do you want to say something, Yoni? I don't remember well, if, if well, it's well, well, if you listen to the first EP, it was more like this, I would say more progressive metal yeah, yeah, than melodic metal. But, but yeah, but the first album was more melodic than progressive. So okay. I would say that we kind of knew on the EP what we want to do, but we wanted to push the melodic part of our band yeah. more and the result is well what you can hear on the debut album so 
how would you say, um, or do you have somehow changed as musicians since your first album? Have we changed as musicians? Because of your yeah, music mm. style also changed, maybe yeah, um, <laughs> well, for, well, I can't really speak for other guys, but I would say I definitely change as if you look what influences me because I usually when I listen to some something I really like to listen like so much of it that I get bored <laughs> so I really <laughs> like to when when I find new band that I really like I like to listen to the whole catalog and really like you know get in the deep of it like mm -hmm. really analyze and like find the nuances that makes the band great for me. So you could say that maybe not my playing style changes, but maybe what um, happens around me influences me as composer. Mm-hmm. So your family and friends, or also some society or political issues? Well, yeah. Well, the music that happens around us like move, moves me, but if you look the lyrical side, I like to write about my experiences and, of course, about the world that is around us, but I don't really like like to put in like if you would say list of themes that I wanna write about. I just wanna go with the flow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So how is the um, the writing process? It sounds like you're writing all the music and lyrics, or is it, yeah, someone else? Do you work together? Well, for this album, and uh, me and Auntie handled the like composing side, but everyone involved in the writing lyrics. So. Oh wow! And whole band comes together to arrange the song in the end, and of mm -hmm. course our producer that we have used since 2013. Cool. Yes, I think we had the so-called dream team when we work on the songs, so. Yeah, everybody plays their yeah. part pretty much and nobody like, you know, is lazy, if you would say. <laughs> everybody wants to get, get involved and bring, bring the ideas on the table, so which is yeah. really nice because if you would say that it would be like on the shoulder of only one person, it would be kind kind of workload. So yeah. it would get maybe slower to release something. I don't know, but we always been like a team, so mm -hmm. it's really nice to work that way and. Personally, I like doing things that way. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and how was the 
yeah, your new album Fate. You just released yeah. it. Can you tell us more about that one? Well, it, well, Yoni and Auntie composed um, the song, so maybe Yoni can tell something about that part. But um, um, I'm really excited about the album, and I think it shows another new side of us. The songs are a bit more different than in the debut album, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think I have been able to uh, bring something new with my singing as I have gotten more confident with my voice and stuff like that. So so that's what I can tell about my part. But also the songs, I think they are maybe a bit more uh, popish, maybe. Some of the songs, you know, catchy melodies. So I think they're easy to listen to, even if you're not that much into metal. But there are mm -hmm. also some heavier stuff like The Last Day on Earth or The Prison are the songs that are, are the more heavy stuff. So I think there is something for everyone who wants to listen to it. Okay, Very cool. And what about touring? Well, Do you already have plans with that album? Well, uh, of course, we try to arrange a tour, but... Uh, Everything is quite open at this time. We have few gigs coming in Finland, but we're looking for opportunities for tour, like outside of Finland, of course. And right now we can't really tell nothing about it, but we are doing the work in the background and trying to like make the things happen. Yeah, if you come to Germany, no, I think um, that's very probably going to happen. So when you come to Germany, <laughs> we will try to be there. Okay, nice. Great, great. <laughs> yeah, and in the past, you've already toured with Amberi and Dawn and uh, Diabolos in Musica. Tell us about that experience. Would you like to tell, Sini? Uh, well, yeah. Well, that was our first European tour. It was like 10 days, was it? or something yeah so not that long but mm -hmm. yeah that was a really great experience and you know get to know what it's like to be on the road with the band and the other bands as well and you know and how important it is to how the you know chemistries with the people you know how mm -hmm. we get along together and stuff like that so it was a really great experience cool what did you learn from them well, the other bands had been touring before, so, you know, all the stuff like um, how do you behave on the tour bus and stuff like that, and you know how to... Um, the... No shitting on the bus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thing, thing to learn. <laughs> yeah. The first thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, yeah, also, you know... Well, everything on, on on the venues and, you know, the schedules, the timetables are very, you know, you have to, you know, keep keep them. So, yeah. I think, do you want to say something more, Yanni? Well, yeah, definitely that you have to follow the rules about, like, everything. You cannot really make decisions by your own way yeah, you yeah. have to 
yeah, you have to like obey the law and mm-hmm. feel. And because we were the, you would say, warming up band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to really like respect everything and like do as said. Yeah. I want to follow up on that a little bit because um, I've never been on tour myself, obviously. And um, I was just at a concert last night and it was three bands. Uh, I don't know if you know them. Lepros from Norway, oh, yeah. uh, Cologne from France and Marathon from, I don't remember. Um, anyway, they were supposed to, the first band was supposed to start at 7.30. Yeah. And at 7.30, the doors were still closed. There was some sound check going on. Shortly after that, we were allowed into the venue. And the first band just started to do their sound check. And then they started playing at 8. Okay. And so we were able to listen to their sound check and they started playing half an hour late so they started when they should actually be finishing and i was thinking to myself this just seems so unprofessional and i don't know what the problem is it's the start of the tour they should have been there super early they you know it's not like you're coming from a gig and so uh, everything can get delayed or whatever and um and it just gave me the impression that they were very unprofessional, but when they came on stage, they were super professional and they played an amazing gig. And I was super, <laughs> and I, it, it was totally worth the wait, but it did make me think, what can go wrong? What, what have you experienced so far? Like every, everything that can go wrong so that something like that happens. Well, if you look like, well, obvious reason could be that something or something is late <laughs> or somebody but mm-hmm. um well there could be like million reasons you can't really know if something like like that happens you just have to like adjust with it and mm-hmm. it may not be like band's fault it may be like something's wrong about venue maybe something's broken make mixing console is broken or something you can never know but um if it's clearly like band's fault usually they get cut in their like performing time the set list yeah yeah the time but well it's it's like million little pieces that makes the show happen so yeah if something like really important gets broken or is missing it can really delay the show yeah i've i've also seen that happen you know like uh the first bands getting their their time their playing time cut so uh, the fact that you're saying um, what you said, that you really have to play by the rules, is super important. And I think it's also a sign of, of what being a professional means, you know, just doing your part so that everything goes smoothly. Exactly. Yes, yes, definitely. That's nice. And I guess you are prepared for success for with the next album. 
<laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, we're trying our best. <laughs> yes. We are like really hoping to evolve in our like every album. And well, you could say in one review, I remember somebody say that I really hope that Crimson Sun isn't like one hit wonder. Like mm-hmm. they were reviewing our DPU album. So we'd really like to show people that we aren't like one hit wonder or two hit wonder. We are really trying to evolve and get bigger. I mean, really doing our part and trying our best. Okay, so great. you want to do lots of effort or you're ready to do all that stuff to get yeah still successful because yes, just of day jobs families there's so many factors what can yeah just yeah. make it very difficult to keep on going yeah, yeah. i really believe that of course people have other things in their life besides of uh for example us music but i really mm-hmm. believe that everything can be sorted out everything you just have to like to the work for it but everything is manageable yeah if you're willing wise work <laughs> if you're willing to yeah. do that definitely yeah. <laughs> okay so um because i read for you um last album fate that there were you had some hard times with uh, yeah families building houses so on and so it yes. seems to be very busy at the time yeah it was yeah those those reasons were where why the uh, second album uh, got released you know so many years after the debut album but we did it and here we are and we are you know like stronger than ever i believe and that's what the we are one song also uh tells about so so yeah i really think because what we have been through between those albums i think we can really do uh anything and everything like Yoni said everything can be sorted out and you can schedule your life and you can always uh, find the time for the band and work for it and go straight straight forward that's the best attitude now that we mentioned the subject um what are your day jobs Uh, actually, uh, I should be a, a biology and geography teacher. I just got um, uh, my papers last year, but um, mm-hmm. at the time I am working on a construction site, so that's a very different job from that because I I think I still um, trying to find out what I really want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, music is, of course, of course the one, but you really can't know <laughs> live yeah. on music uh, at the moment so, mm-hmm. so yeah let's see how it goes yeah well my uh, i was like buyer in this firm for buying that in industrial tools uh mm-hmm. for now my uh contracts expired in beginning of the year and right now i'm um doing various things but nothing like 
you would say one thing only. Okay. So much changes. I have the feeling that this year is a year of change. Everybody or, or so many people I, I know are changing jobs or moving somewhere different. And uh, yeah, it's a big year. But going back to the music, and we were just talking about your tour with Amber and Don and Diablos in Musica. Um, what other bands would you like to tour with in the future? Any band? <laughs> <laughs> Or like be realistic? <laughs> Which way would you prefer <laughs> my answer? <laughs> well, well, if you what, could pick any band... Mm -hmm. Of course, I would like to tour with well something that like like made me as musician as I am is Megadeth. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I really mm -hmm. listened them a lot in a youth. But if you would see like realistic bands at this time. <laughs> mm, I would say I would really like to tour with Dynasty. Okay. Do you know them? Uh. They're this Swedish band. The lead singer is, he also sings his Amaranth. Ah. That Nils Mooling. Mm -hmm. But I really like the music and I would really like to tour with them. But I don't know if they tour that much. Okay. And do you have... Cool. And Sini, how about you? Uh, well, I would love to tour with some bands that their music are a bit, you know, similar with our music. So bands from fin Finland, like, you know, Battle Beast or maybe Nightwish or something. Yes. Like that. Or, or Amaranthi would be, would be the one. So that was, that's, that's a cool uh, i mean both are great answers obviously but <laughs> i was expecting nightwish to come um to be name dropped at some point they just released their first single for their for their upcoming album so that could be good timing you know <laughs> both fans promoting new albums yeah but well nightwish is like biggest band in the finnish finland right now yeah. so well of course everybody would like to love to tour with them but you really have to be like realistic what's possible right now yeah because mm -hmm. yeah because as you can imagine well i don't know the facts but i could imagine there's a long list of bands that are waiting to tour with nightwish yeah probably that's true uh, and at this time i don't think we're at the top <laughs> of the list <laughs> <laughs> But dream big, so yeah. go for it. And what about festivals? Do you have any favorite <laughs> festival where you want to play somewhere? Like Wacken? <laughs> well, yeah. Definitely Wacken. Wacken, of course. Yeah, I think, like, there's two, two things I believe are in every band's, every metal band's, like, bucket list. It's the Wacken... And it's the 70,000 oh, yeah. tons of metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and yes. they're on our list. That's also on definitely. Kiki's uh, yes. bucket list. <laughs> 70,000, yeah, to, to attend one day. <laughs> yeah. And, and 
of course it's positive thing that there's always I think there's a lot of Finnish bands playing every year in 70,000. Mm-hmm. I think there was maybe this year or last year there was this Finnish band who sings in Finnish oh. language. Wow. Yeah. Samina, yeah. Yeah. I if not I'm not wrong. I think they played there. Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. Yes, Tamina was there. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so everything cool. is possible. <laughs> How about Tuska? We were just there two years in a row. <laughs> well, of course, uh, we have played one time in Tuska after the release of the debut album. I think, was it 2050 or 60? 16. 16. 16. 16. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But anyway, we would love to play there again because, well, it's one of the nicest Finnish metal festivals, as you can imagine. Big yeah. big names are playing there and everything is like really professional. Mm-hmm. And when we played there, I remember that we were we were just you could say we were just starting out, just made our debut album, but we were like treated really, really well. Oh. So it was really nice and we yeah. would love to play there again. Of course. <laughs> That's so cool. So we are at the end of our questions, but if there's anything else you would like to say or talk about any other topics? Well, just listen album, maybe buy it, buy our merch, of course, if I get to do some marketing here. (laughs) (laughs) But, But, and of course, if, any like promoter is listening you feel free to contact us for gigs we are very open-minded yes nice now that you mentioned the word marketing i am always very interested to know uh, who does your marketing is that something that the label handles or do you do that yourselves well for this album we hired a pr company and they are they are doing a lot of PRs. I just checked out their new website and they were like, if I didn't read wrong, they, for example, handle every, um, well, the label where the insomnium is. Mm-hmm. I think they handle, handle like every bands from that label, at least in Finland, as I understood. But, nice. But yeah, we hired a PR company and we have been really, really like, well, they're doing a great job. Yeah. Yes, that's how we got to know about your new album as well. Okay. And how we got in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's super uh, funny because I didn't notice that at first, but it's the company of uh, Hitta Hittinen, right? Yes. Yes. And we got to interview her um, in Tosca in 2018 my uh, our other colleague Pia and I went there that year and we got to talk to her about you know women in metal but from the other perspective you know backstage and everything that she does and how how she does management and PR as well so that was really interesting to make that connection and know that um, 
Well, Finland's not that big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yes. No, but also that the metal world is uh, is not that big, and yeah. uh, that it's great, you know, to that everybody works together and supports each other as well. Yeah, I think that that's really nice and important as well. Yes. So yeah, everybody, check out Crimson Sun and their new album Fate that is already out. Listen to it millions of times. And uh, check out the merch. We will we will link that on the show notes for this episode, which you can find at metal-end-highheels.com slash podcast65. And uh, the band is on Facebook. Uh, are you active on any other social platforms? Well, we're active on like the major ones, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what else? can't really remember <laughs> but yeah we are yeah. we are like we're trying to be really active on the social media yeah perfect okay and that's yeah. the show <laughs> thank you for being with us thank you thanks <laughs> thanks this was really 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 nice great so yeah. hopefully really nice. see you somewhere live <laughs> while playing a gig Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. So that's the end <laughs> of this episode of our podcast. And yeah, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> the common ones. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. And to everybody out there listen to you next time or listen to us next time <laughs> you can always reach out to us as well uh, with uh, audio or voice messages through facebook so that we can play those on the show and as always big thanks to cassandra novell for our jingle that's based on the song storm from her band mercy isle yep. so see, see you, you next time bye. see you, see you. Bye. bye everybody bye